0: Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast.
1: On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies.
0: Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre.
1: Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more.
0: So sit back, mix
1: a drink, and enjoy. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are back with the next entry into the Jack Ryan franchise, which happens to be Patriot Games. Came out in 1992. It's an IMDb of 6.8, a Metascore of 64, Rotten Tomatoes of 74% Tomato Meter, 72% audience. Had a budget of $45 million domestically. $83,351,587 worldwide, $178,051,587. It was directed by Philip Noyce, written by Donald E. Stewart, W. Peter Illiff, based on the novel by Tom Clancy.
0: Alright, so we haven't changed much over here. <laughs> Actually, funny story, we got this one delivered last night because well we were running we didn't we misjudged last night's or uh boo situation, so
2: <laughs> oh. I door
0: dashed a half gallon McMasters. <laughs>
2: Well, you can do that with Instacart too, but door—I uh, have never done it with DoorDash yet.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad. I was like, you know what? Let's stay safe. We don't need to drive. Even if we don't crack into it, it doesn't matter. We just know we have that safety, of just in case we want that one, you know, midnight drink.
2: That one last drink. Okay, yeah. makes so sense. We got this one yep.
0: delivered, but we got McMasters and Diet Pepsi. Um, rolling with that.
2: Okay. Well, I'm different. I'm different. I went. To one of my go-tos, um, haven't had it in a long time. Stoli Raspberry Vodka. Ooh. Sea breeze. With grapefruit and a splash of cranberry. Mm-hmm. They got a little bit of that raspberry flavor going on, and I threw some raspberries in it. You know, just kind of like making it look all summery, fun, and all that right. good stuff. But, you know, still I haven't had Stoli. Still I haven't had Stoli in a long time. Usually I'm grabbing all you know.
0: I, I'm usually a gonna... Svedka or Costco. Oh, I those are the kind of like the two I stick to. The last time I bought was like um, Smirnoff watermelon or something. I made like a punch drink for a party. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, I usually stick to my go-to's, which is Svedka when it comes to vodka or Costco. Kirkland. Yeah, that's
2: the that's the whole thing. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking I was looking at my house and I'm like what do you mean I don't have any flavored vodkas? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I really didn't. I didn't have any flavored vodkas. So I'm like, okay, so I was about to store. You got the smear. I mean, there's so many different out there now. You yeah, got the burnets. You got everything. You know, and you get the cheap. I'm like, you know what? I haven't done Stoli in forever. I'm just going to do the Stoli, the Stoli Ras. And that's what I thought. And I thought, you know, for some reason, I thought I had um, the Kettle One Botanicals, mm-hmm. which was the grapefruit one with like, I can't remember if it's like, I can't remember the other flavor with it, but, but I didn't have any of that. I was tempted to break open the numerous, numerous, I'd say a, I have a, a multi-plethora pack of odd side ales right now. That'll be um, Imperial Beverage trying to kiss my butt.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> usually do that. Imperial always treated me well.
2: No, I haven't ordered from them in four years because I refused because their last rep was a total asshole.
3: Oh, I
2: think. So I have a movie. new rep. Yeah. Yep. So I have a new rep now and they're just trying to, and I'm like, okay. But I thought about the beer, but you know what? I'm like, I'm sitting outside. I'm going to go with light and refreshing. I'm going to throw, I'm going to, I'm going to foofify it, but it's actually really good. My problem is, is it always got me into trouble when I was at Frankie B's with <laughs> Sarah, the daughter's owner bartending. Cause when she pours, she pours it like an eighties bartender.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh Yeah. I could barely walk out of there a couple times. So and I think that I want to say that's the last time I've actually had some of it. But I'm like, oh, well, this is going to do me good today.
0: Yeah, sounds mm. pretty refreshing.
2: Mm. It is refreshing. It was definitely refreshing because I am sitting it's outside. It's
0: not a too hot summer day, but it's a nice summer day where it's good to sit outside, sunny. Yeah,
2: It's just perfect. I'm loving it. Loving it.
0: All right. So on to the Patriot Games.
2: Okay, um here comes my little confession okay. uh, about the Patriot games, okay? Um so after our last podcast, I don't know if I had been drinking the next time I was watching movies or not to uh to do it so we were in preparation for our next podcast and I realized that I watched 3 before 2.
1: Oh, you watched Clear and Present Danger? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm like I was watching it, watching it and Okay, and it had been a while since I seen clear and present, I mean, since I had seen either one of them. Right. So, I don't know what I must have done with whatever streaming service I was doing, you know, you look it up or, you know, you can even just type in Jack Ryan or whatever, you click, and I clicked, and I just started getting into it, I'm like, da-da-da-da, and I'm watching my thing, you know, and you're doing other things at the same time, you know, because I'm trying to like write schedules, but I'm watching it at the same time, and, you know, because I had seen before, and I'm about, I would say I'm about at least, three-fourths of the movie weigh in, and I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) I just literally spent an hour and 45 minutes watching the wrong movie because I was like, then I realized, I forgot, because I had actually read the book, you know, when I was like younger, but I was like, oh my God, I felt so stupid. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, and I was like, this is different than what I remember Patriot games being. And I, can't, I remember saying it to myself in my in my head, I'm like, Oh, well, it's gonna this is gonna happen soon. And I guess I got kinda like jumplified in my head. Yeah. So yeah, I had a. St- I'm like at this point in time, do I just stop the movie?
0: Just or do I finish, finish? Well or finish. I just finish it up
2: and <laughs> be ahead one game and then go back. Right. You know, and I'm like, it's not like I can do a little time warp and erase the fact that I was stupid on a streaming service. <laughs>
0: Well, we watched Patriots games twice. We watched okay. it on Tuesday, and then we weren't doing. We cleaned the house today, and we had an extra few hours. I was like, let's just throw it back on. Like, why not? Like, it's a good movie. Yeah, it like is. it's it, you know, it's not like I dreaded like oh god, should we watch this again? It's like no, let's watch this again. Like it's let's do it because. You know, and there's like parts that I didn't really catch that I caught before. Like just like small things. Like when he was talking about, um, on the phone is like, yeah, I checked the goldfish. If they're dead, make sure you get ones the same size and the same blah, blah, blah. And then when the little girl, girl gets back to the house, she's like, Oh, looks like they grew a little bit. Like I caught those little things watching it twice this week. I was like, Oh yeah, I didn't really catch that until now.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, like, that's the whole point. So when I was watching the movie for the first time, well, not the first time, but the first time for this podcast, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, and I was trying to, I'm like, am I not remembering the movie correctly? Because I was doubting myself a couple times. And, you know, <laughs> you know, thinking, oh, my God, am I getting this old or whatever? But then I was like, okay. But you're absolutely right. You're you're looking to catch those other things in a rewatch that you never saw on the first time.
0: Yeah. Like, absolutely. I think think this was my third time seeing. It. I think I watched it a long, long time ago once. Then we okay. watched it again Tuesday, and then, you know, then you know, like you said, you're doing things while you're watching it. So, and then you watch it for a second time. It's like, oh shit, okay, I got this from this. Okay, yeah, now it's so all it's coming. To, you know, it's nice to watch when you have a moment to rewatch a movie and you really like it. Why not?
2: Yeah, why not? That's absolutely true. You know. So you know, and it is. Let's just automatically. Let's just go out of the gate right here. Let's just actually talk about the fact we're like totally. We're talking about, you know, here we go. Harrison Ford. Yep. Yeah, going I was just that.
0: gonna bring this up. It's funny because I was I was just gonna bring this up. Like, what was your thoughts of like changing the Jack Ryan's? Like,
2: Ab- You know.
0: Like I know that Harrison Ford was supposedly going to do the first one, but then he backed out. Yeah,
1: I did some research on it. Initially, they wanted Harrison Ford for Hunt for Red October, but he felt like it was more of a a Commander Rainier movie, whatever Sean Connery's character was, as opposed to a Jack Ryan movie. So he backed out. They gave it to Alec Baldwin, and then they had intended to bring alec baldwin back for this one Mm. but he had a prior commitment and said i'll do it but you're gonna have to work around my schedule and they said nah and then they brought harrison ford back
2: yeah so i mean there's i mean to me i mean i'm sure there's probably more politics than whatever anything is ever totally reported i mean it's just the whole thing is you know he was huge in indiana jones and he was huge in star wars you know it's yeah you, know, you do want to be associated with another series again but yeah. if you want to get into that whole thing let's talk about you know they were actually you know there was the lawsuit with, between paramount and a Biacom and all this stuff with the abc i mean did you read about that
1: a little bit yeah
2: okay yeah that was the whole thing there because they wanted to turn it into um not well, not a TV. More than just a TV movie, they wanted to do like a, a mini, like a mini series. Back in the yeah. night, yeah, back in the nineties, still miniseries series were pretty whatever. But Paramount was saying that they had bought the rights to the Jack Ryan character when they purchased *Hunt for Red October*. But Tom Clancy himself was saying, "No, you just bought but, *Hunt for Red*. Exactly. Yeah, so that's why. That's why also the whole entire production got delayed because initially he was going. He wanted Tom Clancy, I think we probably had a sweeter deal at whatever ABC or something, but then it got delayed and that's another reason why Alec Baldwin couldn't do what he was gonna do and all that. But then at the same time, after the release of um I wanna say after the release of Patriot Games, um oh no, the hunt for October or something like that. They oh, either one I can't remember. Um I'm getting my I think once it was released, they actually paid them another $2.5 $2. dollars for the rights. So I think they kind of admitted that they kind of t- tried to scam them out of the Jack Ryan character right. with only four hundred fifty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, which yeah, I mean, let's be honest—you just buy, you don't buy something for four hundred fifty-five thousand. No. You know, after yeah, it was after so back and forth. You know, you know, there's always those insider things with Hollywood itself that we never see, but. Coming off of Hunt for Red October, we of course had a great actor, Sean Connery. To me, Alec Baldwin was a little more second fiddle. I'm sorry, Alec Baldwin. But going into this, growing up with Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones and growing up with, um, you know, Star Wars, you know, him and that. I was like, okay, this is where I was actually 23 years old. And I think I was at the perfect timing in my life where I could visualize him not being in those other series. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was older, I was ready to welcome him in another series. There was, you know, technically 83, you know, you're looking at good nine years between a couple of them. And I was ready to see it. I mean, granted you had um, The Last Crusade, what was that, 89? 89, yeah. Yeah, 89. With um, he actually was playing with Sean Connery and stuff. So there really wasn't too much, but I was ready to see him go into another series, and I was like, kind of geeked. And it wasn't the fact that it was a Tom Clancy book and that I had seen the Hunt for Red October. It was the fact that starring Harrison. It was Ford. Harrison
1: Ford. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's another. That was, you know, we were. I think we had mentioned that before, where we talked about do you go to a movie for the movie or for the actor?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I wish Harrison Ford would have been in the first movie. hmm Like, I wish it would have worked out. You like
1: the consistency of a character?
0: I like a consistency. Like, you I mean, it. going forward, you're going to have Harrison Ford, right?
1: In one more. Yes, in yes, one and
0: more.
2: more.
1: Yeah. And then it's Ben Affleck and then Affleck, there's too much And then, and then I Chris think there's Pine. too much of a
2: gap. Yeah. Then there's too much of a gap.
0: Um. But no, like, it would have been nice to see him do all three, I guess. But the, in all honesty, if you look at it as a whole, as a movie, and not just the characters, they're great movies as a whole. So you can look at them as different movies. I mean, there is
1: no real structural tie to Hunt for Red October other than James Earl Jones. Yeah. He's yeah. Really the only character to come back so you can kind of treat them as, as
0: their own yeah not as a series. yeah
2: it's not a trilogy yeah mm-hmm. it's not a trilogy it's they're all separate they're they're, they're,
0: they're they're written as the same book or they're they're all books by the same author But based
1: on the same character,
0: character. The same character. Um, but different characters could be in different books i right. guess but
1: i mean you you can watch Patriot Games without seeing Hunt for Red October. I think you'd be yeah. If I remember correctly, you would be at a disadvantage watching Clear and Present Danger without seeing Patriot Games.
2: Or you could be drunk trying to figure out what movie you're watching. One <laughs> yeah. of the two. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm just saying. And yeah. you think you had clicked on the wrong movie? You know, at that point in time, when I started questioning myself, I should have stopped right then. And not kept on going. But okay, yeah. <laughs> <Shit> <laughs> I happens. might need to now rewatch we that movie. would really guessed.
0: Like really, yeah. um, um, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but we really, oh, judge. We really would have judged you if you started watching like the Ben Affleck one and thinking that was the next one. <laughs> That's when I'd be like, all right, Sandy, I think we need to um, chat. <laughs> Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sandy, um, why do you have? Uh, did you, Chris Pine, what's going on yeah. here with you? Just checking, you know, you knew it was going to be Harrison Ford. Did you not realize it? No. Uh, but, uh, yeah. of course, is yeah. it the booze
0: um, or is it the brain? Let's go yeah. to this.
2: <laughs> How long of a day did you have at work? Um, <laughs> but all in all, let's just talk about in the whole entire, we were just, we're talking about the cast and the char- characters here because, you know, Tom Clancy's, a, you know, beyond you know he can he can assemble such a great you know um cast or or command the power to ex- assemble a cast that want to work on his book work on his movies, especially even after the hunt for ride October. This is a solid ensemble cast you know you've Sean yes, Bean, Patrick Bergen you know you have Samuel L. Jackson which is yeah he's a little bit he's still kind of new and fresh to the game at that point in time but even some of the younger players, later on that you see richard harris is in this yeah
3: oh
1: yeah i mean even oh. thora birch is the child actress i mean
2: yeah
1: i wasn't all that familiar with Ann archer until i went back and looked at some of her stuff oh okay I she was remember, in I basic yeah. she was in basic
2: instinct yeah
1: mm. or not yeah. it was not basic instinct it was a fatal attraction
2: fatal attraction that's it yeah. oh, sorry i was getting the wrong one um crazy people in it but yeah. you know <laughs> crazy people yeah whatever um but you're looking at this and, you know, and I I got to applaud, you know, whatever casting director is doing this movie at this point in time or even the, or the next one coming up, which because I watched that one. Um, <laughs> he must have got all these people for some because I'm thinking some of these people, you try to assemble them now. The budget is going to be astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just to put Harrison Ford, you know, Sean Bean, you know, even Samuel L. Jackson and, you know, Richard Harris in the same movie. You know, you're going to be like, oh, God, we have to pay everyone $10 million minimum
3: yeah. a
2: piece, you know, and that's the whole thing. Even James Earl Jones can command this. But I, you can see that I don't, I'm not not that I'm saying that this reflects on the movie itself, but you can see that, yeah, they had a great cast, but it didn't take a dent into the budget.
1: No. and. No. It- I mean, a lot of that could even do with the source material. A lot of people liked it and wanted to mm-hmm. work on it to begin with, so they might be willing to take less
2: Yeah, just, just like to be everyone, associated with it. Just like everyone wants to always make that sneak cameo in a Star Wars movie because yeah. you're a Star Wars fan, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. But, um, well, do we need to um, – I'm assuming that we need to go over the basic plot lines here. Who wants to run that one down?
1: Well, that was the thing that kind of differentiated this one from Hunt for Red October is Hunt for Red October is played out more on a global scale Mm -hmm. where there's so much more at stake. Mm -hmm. Where this one is essentially just a revenge movie Mm -hmm. like uh, Jack Ryan is kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time and stops an IRA uh, kidnapping attempt. And ends up killing Sean Bean's brother, and from that point on, it's just Sean Bean looking for revenge. Yeah,
2: which is a great. It's it's a good plot to a movie. I mean, Oh you, I, oh yeah, you, absolutely. Revenge is one of the best things to fuel any any movie. But you know, so he's over in England. He then he go they go back to, they go back to America. So the two places. I mean, they do make, um, they you know they do have the Libya training camp thing going on, whatever. But, um. You got just like the two places of it taking place. You have like, you know, England, Ireland, and America. Yeah. You know, and that's where going where we come off of Hunt with Red October. You have pretty much. I mean, yes, you saw outside of the sub, but it was the sub. But well, it was the sub. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was the sub. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> I think as we start getting into Jack Ryan. Yes, it was a global sale, but it was in a compact sub. And and this one's like a smaller plot, which doesn't affect like the world, like you said. And it's only involving the two countries. The cultural reference to 1992 on this. And that's another reason why I I really remember seeing this one in the theater, because, you know, you know, that... know 92 you know look who's in the office you know (laughs) we have we've had the berlin wall come down the cold water technically is ending people is dissolving and the resolution of um you know russia is happening things we're not fearing the big bad wolf over to the over to the north anymore where's the next plot gonna come and they're finding it in the form of these renegade terrorists well most people aren't familiar with ira when you say ira what do you mean irs you know um yeah, yeah. yeah and it's i mean this is something that's been going on um since forever the 1950 really when it started taking effect i think yeah i didn't did, realize
1: it was so, still a big yeah. movement at this point like i oh, know it was it big in is. like the 60s and 70s and shit which but even now did, it's still
2: yeah trav did Belfast for his movie, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: That was kind of okay. the height of what I remember the IRA being.
2: So a lot of people don't see that happening, and they don't make the association that there is literally a war going on that's been going on for in you know northern you know northern Ireland. It's over there. It's happening. You know the northern you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But sorry, it's happening because of the Irish, and they don't want to be. Pressed upon, they want to be their Catholics, so they have the Protestants, and it's a whole thing. And these people, these terrorists, are I think are almost more dangerous than Muslims. Yeah. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I'm. I don't want to say you're you're the big bad wolf, and you're the little bad wolf. But the fact that they are your neighbors living amongst you. And the fact that they'll blow up the bus right down the road and they'll still wake up at the next morning and shake your hand, you know, I don't know. It just, it just, yeah, I just,
0: Backstabbing is what that is.
2: Yeah. I just, I feel like this is more of it in a war that people have forgotten that's been going on. And it does not get the attention that it should, I mean, it still is technically going on. Well, during, so 92, This is where people are seeing it more again because, you know, it was started like really kind of like in the 40s and the 50s, really, really heavy. You know, even in the 30s, slowly but surely it's coming in, you know, and but it really came to a head in the 60s and 70s. And then it's put on to me as America, it's put on the back burner because what are we worried about? You know, our hostage crisis in 1980 where they got, you know, the Ayatollah Khomeini took the hostages. Yeah. Next you know, we're dealing with Reagan, and we're dealing with communism and the big Cold War and all this stuff, and everyone has forgotten about this. So for Tom Clancy to write a book about this, I think it's almost perfect timing because he wrote it back in, what, 87, 89?
1: It came out in the late 80s, yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah,
2: 87. Yeah, so for him to write it, and was already pretty quickly adapted to a movie. So um wrote about this. He had already seen that it needs to be brought back up to the front burner now that we're done with this other stuff, and I have that's it, to me that made the movie more interesting to me because once again this is still going on, everyone. It's been going on. It's almost like the Hundred Year War or the War of the Roses that, that the, between the Tudors and the Stuarts yeah. that lasted 150 years because evidently they can hold a grudge for a very long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now my. The guy that they were trying to kidnap was part of the royal family, but...
2: He's Lord, yeah, he's related to the queen's sister or something like that, I think.
1: And He's he, a cousin. He had something... Cousin or something like that. He had some yeah. kind of thing over Ireland or Northern Ireland. Like, he was the... Royal he, ambassador or some shit. That's why they were trying to kidnap him. Yep.
2: Yep. He he had he had some estates still in Ireland and he okay. was the royal ambassador over there and that's why they were focusing on him as the assassination attempt or kidnapping as it goes later on. You know, it was assassination yeah. attempt the first time. That's what Jack Ryan thwarted. Because they were but, sticking
0: bombs to the car or something or
2: Yeah. But then something. they realized that they could, you know, and towards the end, you know, they figured, Oh, we can kidnap him maybe it'll give us more leverage in the end yeah but yeah james fox you know and you he's easily recognized as an actor too i mean he's been in quite a bit too That is out there you just you like you i was watching the movie I'm like oh yeah he was in that oh yeah he was in that so he's a good actor too um but all in all sean bean once again precursor to game of thrones all of his other movies that yep. he did you know yeah, even Lord of the Rings. You know, he was in that one.
1: And I know this isn't the start of every character Sean Bean plays gets killed, but I mean it factors into it for sure.
2: Oh yeah, isn't there a po- isn't there um I don't I don't want to say a website on that or something. Everything, yeah, it's almost as bad as the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah.
1: It's essentially I think there's something. That.
2: Like, there yeah, they have something else like that, but it's true. You know, I almost feel like every single character he does kid, play either gets killed early in the series or he died you know you know he's dead you know he died oh, yeah. in the lord of the rings yeah but then so let's create another character boromir that never existed in the first place you know whatever sorry moments token was a genius you don't need to create other characters um
0: but no but like the one part where his wife was getting chased with um down the highway mm-hmm like i don't know it's just weird watching early 90s films because why would you have a young girl in the front end of a porsche because now they have those age rules they have to be over certain tall and this weight or something right
2: yeah well you should have seen the way i was drove around with the car seat i the know seat it's just I kind of funny
0: see- it's just kind of funny like oh well you shouldn't be driving your daughter around in a Porsche, but yeah. And also a van with a guy with a machine gun. Like, I don't know if I was right next to that van driving next to somebody and he's aiming that machine gun. Like that one car was, I would fucking just hit him with my car. I'd like, fuck this. Like let's ream him against the pole real quick.
2: Yeah. But and you're awesome. absolutely right. You know, um, there's little things in this movie, you know, and did it date well? Did it not date well? I think it did.
1: Yeah, I agree with you that. Know? I mean, even I that did. highway chase, it still looks good. Oh, it I mean, looks good. I just Weaving in and out of see traffic those traffic yeah. just...
2: and... you And know, It's like the speedboat chase to me looks good still. Yeah. 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 And honestly, I'm thinking to myself here, you know, I was thinking, you know, um, watching him notice things. You know, I think that's where part of where I'm really like, that's why I enjoy watching Harrison Ford, because, you know, he becomes the character. I I definitely could envision him as Jack Ryan. And even watching this movie this time around, I didn't see Han Solo. I didn't see.
0: He can put himself in any character that he needs to be.
2: But I loved his facial expressions, because one of my favorite parts of the movie here is when they're back in America. And they're over on whatever and you know, Sean Bean's character is, you know, O'Connell.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. O'Connell is getting trying to find him, but they he he's driven by the fact you know, and that his his wife, the red haired girl, whatever. You know, he's driven by the fact that they wanna re kidnap they don't want to assassinate Holmes anymore. They wanna grab Lord Holmes, they wanna get him. Yeah. But his boss is like trying to check him by the rage of just getting revenge for killing his younger brother against jack ryan and they're in there you know they're on the you know they're by the lake or you know the ocean um and they're by the lake and all of a sudden you know the cabin goes dark you know oh the power must be out did it meanwhile jack ryan in the back of his head yeah. is looking down there why is the boathouse house light still on it must have been delivered you know it's like He's such a trained person that he sees these little things. And honestly, I mean, I know that when I watched it the first time, I guess it may not have clicked when that I, when he saw that. But I was like, oh, bowhead laser, you know. Right, but this right, time right. I saw where he made the association. He knew that they were coming, and little the little things like that, I guess, is awesome. Um, once again, let's go over the director.
0: Philip Noyce. Yep. So, what else has he done? Yeah.
2: I'm,
1: yeah. I have it pulled up here. This was kind of his first big thing. Oh, he did Dead Calm in 89.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: But he ended, he did Clear and Present Danger. He directed The Saint with Val Kilmer okay. in 97. Bone Collector.
2: Okay. Oh, I love that movie.
1: Um, then he kind of, Disappeared for a while. He did Salt with Angelina Jolie in 2010.
2: So he's definitely he has a st- he has a t- I mean, I mean I he has a style of movie, and I think he's got the cutting of the direction for it because you the visuals on this is perfect, and of course, nothing can be said better than James Horner as the music. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah either yeah. either you have John Williams or James Horner in the 80s and 90s, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. It's perfect for, I think, the visual and the... Because you see little things more and more. Like, you watched it for the third time. Of course, you're seeing more and more little bits here and there. You are, you know? Yeah. You are. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I enjoyed this movie a lot. I... You know... It's... Sometimes you want more action because sometimes you feel like these... It doesn't drag, but I don't know. It's just sometimes lack of your attention, I guess, is the best way to put it. Because they kind of drag on one thing for too long.
2: But, so we're just under two hours in this.
0: Yeah. But in my eyes, I'm like, it's still good. It, it's just I want a little more
1: Where action. Where do you think it dragged? At what point?
0: I don't know. There's just some points where... I just kind of myself lost. Like, okay, I'm just kind of fading. Well, away what, here. what
1: point exactly? Like, what, I can't
0: uh, give. like We just
1: watched it an hour ago. I dude. know,
0: but <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, there's moments I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm on my phone. I can't tell you like specific points, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm just gonna say it. I enjoy this movie a lot. I just wish maybe a little more action.
2: Maybe when you know, I'm thinking maybe I can think of one spot that you can think that it would have been. It was a necessary spot for the movie. Okay, when he's like getting Patty O'Neill and he's trying to get the information because he remembers seeing the glimpsing of the red hair, you know, you know, whatever. And he refused, you know, he's pumping in information because you know he learns about Miller's escape and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, right there, you know, you could, it might have been able to be cut by five minutes. But in all honesty, it was necessary to to forward the plot because you had to realize that. To me, Harrison Ford is always paying attention to his surroundings. Once again, I'm like, that's what I was liking about this movie because he remembers seeing the glimpsing of the red hair, and then all the red-haired woman. And at the same time, he's you know trying to get Patty, Patty O'Neill to tell him about who it is, but he won't. Re- you know, you know, he won't rad on his fellow Irish I don't right. know.
1: and then he just tells him yeah. I will fucking ruin your life I'll make it yeah. my life's mission
2: mm-hmm. I,
1: I like that scene mm-hmm. and it was needed
2: to forward the movie Yeah, lot. it absolutely it ties like it ties how Ryan was prepared knowing who was coming after him You he needed to know well not that I'm saying he exactly knew who was coming after him but he knew the gist of it you know
1: and then the, uh, th- that feeds into the scene when he's like talking to his superior and saying, He just, you were looking for a girl, so he gave you a girl to get him off, get you off yeah. his back. He said, I didn't ask for a girl.
2: Yeah. That's what he realized. That was the informant. Those little things that you don't catch. Yeah. And you catch it in the second watching. Absolutely. And then the know? fact,
1: I didn't realize again I, until this time that she was British. Like they, yeah. they said it. I just, completely missed it the first time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and
2: once again, yeah.
1: And then the book, the rare book dealer, I don't quite know the connection there, if he was just a British guy uh, sympathetic to the cause, or...
0: I think he was just part of the cause. Like, he, he, that, he, the rare book thing, I think, was a... Definitely. Cover? Cover. That was, yeah. It's oh, definitely a cover. So he was working for the IRA and that was the cover for them is he's the he's the guy that can get the information.
2: Yeah, but at the same time you wanted you wanted to know you, once again they kept it under two hours. Yeah. You kinda of wanted to go you, you wanted to go, well, why is he? It would have been to interesting to
1: know his motivations for sure.
2: Well, what yeah, if they
0: that. did like a spit it would have been great for a spinoff maybe like this guy? That would have been yeah. interesting. Like, a, if he wrote a book just off this character, like, how did he become?
2: Sympathetic to the cause. Yeah. You
1: know.
2: And I mean, why Yeah, did, it could be a know, whole why... book
0: or movie right there.
2: And the same point, you know, the same point, the IRA doesn't trust people. Trust people unless they unless, earn you know, their s- trust. Especially
1: yes. if they're not Irish.
2: Like. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So what made him so special that they would just allow it, whatever. And at the same time, you don't want to call him an NPC, no player character, but he is there but he isn't he's necessary for the plot like i'm giving you this map to go forward or whatever yeah yeah but at the same time he could have been developed more but you can kind of see where they they cut it short but at the same time could they have cut it short other places did the speedboat chase need to be could they cut it two more minutes there? Could they cut two more minutes there? Could they cut two more yeah. minutes there? And give us a little more background there, you know, because in the book, I don't believe they really say all the motivation for that either. Because I it's I didn't reread the book, of course. I watched right. the movie, but I remember reading the book when it came out and uh, on an airplane in, like, 1990. So, yeah, after Hot Red, Red October. But, honestly, you kind of wonder where did not even that tom clancy coming up with all these characters i mean he you know the fact that he himself you know was had the naval assistance naval the naval academy to help him through all this filming he must have had some archive you know what is it based on true story have we even looked that up on google did or no
1: the initial kidnapping from the beginning Mm -hmm. is based on an attempted kidnapping of a princess in the 70s i believe
2: okay gotcha
1: and i think that's as far as the true story elements go but
2: okay
1: um well. uh, going back to motivations the assistant to the royal yeah They. i don't know why he was betraying everybody either if it was for money if it was for Country, uh, I don't, I, I couldn't, it, was he Irish?
2: I don't think he was. I, don't I didn't think so s- either. So I, remember th- I don't remember them saying are it you was talking I...
1: about? Like the actual guy who the was leaking all the information.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't think he was. Yeah.
2: So
1: I don't know what his end goal was either.
0: I mean, again, they could have cut that one part that you, Sandy was talking about, and they could have oh. added few other parts like you know a little more back Yeah,
1: again as this is not i, I enjoyed this book. movie thoroughly no, have you
0: yeah. read the so you read the books right
2: i read this one yes i did that because i remember seeing pumper Red october oh. and I, I watched okay. this i bought this for the airplane and like i said i haven't read the book in a while yeah does um, it
0: give it more detail than what the movie no
2: nope, not that i can remember honestly not that i can remember because okay. i remember sitting there even with myself and usually i can click what's going back And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember now. They said, oh, such and such is his daughter or his wife or someone was killed and this and that. But this did not give that back.
1: Okay. Okay. And I think it, uh, I mean, I'm going to pivot here a second, but it has to be said that he's not in the CIA in this movie initially, he's a professor at the Naval Academy.
2: Yes, he is. Once again, like I said, there's
1: huge naval ties in this academy and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think it's, I mean, known that Jack Ryan is a CIA analyst as a character. But he doesn't start that way in this movie. So. Yeah. No, he's there
0: on business. Like
1: Yeah, he's just a professor who yeah. used to work. They make a point to say that he's not with the CIA anymore. And then after the attack on his family he goes back
0: yeah he's like i want back and then
1: and even his wife says do whatever you need to do go get him
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know. i mean why wouldn't you if somebody came you after my family day. yeah fuck if them. you have the
1: means you might as well yeah like Enough.
0: he had like his vision like he saw the girl in the jeep like he's like they're like you had that you got a clear picture of her going 40 miles per hour past you yeah, I got that. Like, he has that photographic photo, uh, memory that he, like, boom, clicks, I like, got it. And
1: I like, we briefly touched on it, but that scene in the bathroom where he kind of puts it all together, the way that was cut and shown, like, you you see that girl in the in the car in London in the opening scene, but it has no importance until they bring it back at that moment.
2: Yeah, Not I mean, like
1: when again, they do the like raindrops. Yeah, and absolutely.
0: The same girl is the one that killed the big guy at the beginning, trying to play the prostitute. And she was like, "He's like, oh, you're gonna be old school and make me wear a condom, or I don't know, new school, whatever he was saying." And then she pulls out a gun, like, something, and boom, shoots him.
1: Which I wanted to bring that up too. This is the only R-rated Jack Ryan movie. Yeah And it seems like it was a pretty soft R do not I don't, I didn't see any other than a couple fucks being dropped It wasn't all that graphic
2: I think it's because I think they gave them the R rating Because of such a political hot topic at That, that and very N2. well could be as well
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: that makes sense But
3: That's
1: I mean, I other than some language It wasn't overtly gory or bloody or anything no, like that No, it wasn't No
2: Okay, so, where did, you, okay, quick question, just so we don't forget about this. Where did you watch it streaming? On um, Plex. On um, Plex, okay.
1: But it's also on Paramount, I believe. Yeah, Paramount Plus. Yes,
2: it's on Paramount. I did Paramount. Yeah. Yeah, because. And that's where I must have had issues, uh, because it's clear and qu- present, yeah. This is definitely, definitely, it, it made money.
0: Oh. Yeah. Uh, almost, yeah. almost ha- doubled the budget, right? It was. <laughs>
1: 45
2: budget, budget was what, for, the
1: budget was what 45 million? 45 and world made 83. Wa- so. worldwide. no, it, it made 178 million. Oh shit, okay. Sure. 83 domestically. Okay, yeah, so that's it doubled.
2: Gross. Yeah. yeah. It tripled. Yeah. So, it definitely tripled this budget. No, and at the same time once again, you're looking at 92 numbers, so That's
0: like a lot that's there. like a, yeah. that's a half a million technically, but for today's numbers if you want to throw that in. Don't
1: yeah you say pretty, half a million to a billion? I would say at least a half a million. Yeah, probably half. World yeah. Open it wouldn't be a billion, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah. I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass going watching these movies now because I didn't rewatch them for when we do our year in review. And I oh. think the two movies we had watched could have potentially made the list. Yeah.
2: Which is shocking that you didn't
1: watch Hunt for Rocket October. for I, you. It's, it's one of those things where you try and watch movies you've never seen before. Yeah. And you see, oh, Hunt for Red October I've seen that. It was all right. And then you watch again, like, fuck, that was a good movie. Yeah. That
0: was, doing year in review, you get overwhelmed, to be honest, because there's like 100 movies that you should watch. <laughs> But you don't have the time to watch a hundred movies because you're doing other podcasts. You're doing this, that, and yeah. yeah,
2: it's you're doing eighty-seven next, right?
1: Eighty-seven is what we're currently on yeah. now. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, Dirty Dancing. That, and yeah, there we go. No, okay. So back to Patriot Games. Yeah. Okay, so it's technically on Paramount. Um, it's also. Plex, of course. If you have a
0: Plex account, yes.
2: Yep. Um. So that's good to know that. I mean, I I thought at least would be like on Netflix or something, but it wasn't. So, but once again, you're going into, um, got so many streaming wars out there now. It's kind of hard to narrow everything down where everything at, where everything's at nowadays.
1: Most definitely.
2: Yeah, that's the whole point, you know. And I was looking at a couple other ones, and I think I just I just got, oh. Uh, it's got movie something or other and something movie also and it's on um it's through my roku i don't know oh. i had to because i needed a, i needed a movie that i wanted to watch and i was so upset that it wasn't on the other so i had to go through my roku to get something it's you know it's crazy <laughs> but <laughs> but so after this do you think okay so we got hunt for Ride october patriot games clear paths danger Let's just call it, for better lack of a word, trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Because um some of all fears is next, right? Which I think...
1: That's after that? Clear and Present, yeah.
2: Yeah, what is that, 2000 and...
1: That, that, it was a big jump.
2: It um... was a big jump. That's why I just want to call this as like a trilogy.
1: Right. Oh, now, yeah.
2: when, when they're moving forward for some of all fears i can i almost see why they didn't go to harrison ford again because by that time it's too big of a jump he's would have aged too much or whatever but i almost feel like they wanted to present this as this is our this is our clancy series and we're done you know some of our fears is almost like oh let's go ahead and do, we're we're kind of lagging we need to go ahead and do another movie so, and that's where I felt that was coming. I guess that's where I was going with that. I just felt like these three was their Clancy trilogy, and then they were done, and all of a sudden, like, you know, 10 years later, they decided to do another one.
1: Yeah, uh, Some of All Fears came out in 02. Yeah. yeah. So, 10 okay. years after Patriot Games.
2: Patriot Games, yeah. That's but a big jump. It's a pretty big jump. You know, once again, there's those big jumps every so often. Well, you got but...
0: Harrison Ford, who's going to be 10 years older, too.
2: And... Yeah, that's true. Now... Uh, is there any other scenes in this movie I can't think of right now? Well, hmm.
0: another scene I want to bring up real quick Okay. is the courtroom scene.
3: Okay. Like
0: how the hell is somebody trying to defend what's his face? Like, well, I mean, that's his job. As I know a... it's his job. <laughs> I'm just saying it's his job, but you're clearly like, here's the force. Like he was wearing a ski mask. Like, what the fuck are we doing here kind of thing. Like, you know, and I don't know. I just thought that was kind of just very like funny, like not funny, but it was very like ironic. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for.
1: And that was another thing that I thought about the, we're assuming the insist, the assistant to the Royal, whatever the fuck
2: Lord Holmes. Yes.
1: Yeah. was the informant to the, ira how would he have access to the transport route for when they're moving him to prison
2: well he would if you think about it because whether or not maybe he even has someone in on the inside of you know and they the say the is everywhere yeah. yeah but at the same time if lord holmes is in you know You know, if a a royal is going out and he needs to go somewhere, sometimes they need to know you have to, like, tell them where they're going so they know where you're going because they need to, like, make sure roads are taken care
1: of. Yeah, the the, the, the initial attack I get. Yeah, yeah. But how would he know the transport of uh, O'Connell or Trump? Miller. Miller, yeah. Miller. How would he know Um, that? route because they put out decoys they did all that shit and he knew exactly which i don't know why somebody in his position would have access to that information
2: but at the same time there could be just to throw this out there they always you know the police force (coughs) thinks that there's there's an informant okay could there be two informants
1: that's fair yeah it could be you
2: know they we we think there's an informant well you know there can be more than one informant and two of they work it together you know one could be you know at the same time technically he could be the informant the royal guy but there's really a really one there's like he's like the decoy informant right where there's a real informant yep it's a whole subterfuge it's a whole subterfuge yeah 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 okay so,
0: are we. What's the. What did I rate Red? Uh, red, uh, red, Yeah, we got all of yeah. our
2: rates up. Yeah.
1: Yep. You both. Both of you gave Hunt for Red October an 8. Okay.
0: So, I'm going to give this an eight 8.5.
1: You like this one better than Red October? I like October. this one better. Like, okay. just okay.
0: because I like Harrison Ford as Jack Ryan better. So, okay. I think it deserves a half a point better than okay. that. Well,
2: actually, that's. Okay. Okay, Um, for me, um, not that, like I said, it was totally culturally relevant for 1992, you know, the IRA, I'm glad that we're rewatching it now, because it's still going on, it's kind of cool, you know, Belfast was just recently at the Oscars too, which always helps out. To me, once again, I'm going to give this, not that I want to say that I agree with him. But there was a couple of things I think they could have shaved off um, a few minutes here, a few minutes there. The car chase, you know, yep. the speedboat, you know, where we could have got a little more background. But at the same time, Harrison Ford doing it was a 7.8 for me. Um, so I know that I, a little bit. I dropped a point two. Sean Connery's the man. Sean Connery will always be the man. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not that he was Jack Ryan, but I don't know. I just, I'm a Sean Connery man. You know, I mean, oh, I'm. I understand. Pre-
0: I'm re- Yeah, like Sean Connery made the movie before, but.
2: Yeah. I'm prepared to rate Clear and Present Danger, which. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one might drop for me a little bit just because they went that long, but it's been a while yeah. since I saw it. Yeah.
1: So for me, I. I like Unfred October better than. Okay. <clears throat> not, I mean, not by much. I. I agree with you that Harrison Ford is a superior Jack Ryan to uh, Alec Baldwin. I just like the movie itself better, but not by much. So I gave it a seven. I gave Hunt for Red October a seven and a half. I'll give Patriot Games a 7.2.
2: Okay. See, we're not too far off, you know. Like I said, we're not too far off on that. Yeah, which is good. So, yeah.
0: So, yeah. I mean, for- to be honest, <laughs> yeah. the reason um, I gave this movie a better one than Red, Hunt for Red October is, I'm just going to say it. Like, my dad was always into those, like, kind of submarine mm-hmm. movies. And they always kind of. Yeah, they they were never my style of a movie. After being forced to watch this as a child, yeah, so that's like that's it's why those, those were like good movies. Where this one was more like okay, it's it's something different. It's like, yeah, I get so it. that's kind of more why I why I did that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I'm not gonna argue with you. I mean, it's kind of six one half dozen or the other between the two movies. They're both fucking yeah,
0: oh, they're all good movies. So yeah. So okay,
2: we're well, we going we to talk about what's next time
0: is here we go. hmm. I started vacation on Friday. I'm pretty next busy Friday. next week. That's all right. So what I'm wondering is if we do one that's going to do that's going to take a while to come up with. Like, you know, like we're going to watch have to watch multiple movies because if we go two weeks before we podcast. it might. So you be, want
1: a more engrossing Category. We definitely do. Yeah, do, like, something
0: where it's not going to be a one movie watch and done, and then we don't podcast for two weeks. So we need a title that where it's going to be like, I need to watch like ten movies possibly because I'm going to be on vacation, so I can put a bunch on my computer where I don't need internet access when I'm at my thing. I can just sit on the deck and just chill.
2: Okay. So I did have I did have a thought. You okay. can think about it, and then you, you can throw out a thought. You can think about a thought. Awesome, oh, we can I like I don't have cash any up. thoughts.
0: That's the thing is. So,
2: I wanted to go old school. I wanted us to watch some Hammer films.
1: Okay, that'd, that'd Which be ones? interesting.
2: Hammer, the old, you know, you know, Frankenstein and Dracula and sixties. What I don't. It was a thought. You know, kind of watching some of the Hammer films. You know, Peter Cushing was in a lot of, um, you know,
1: yeah, a was, lot of them. He was in a shit ton of them. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. Just think about it as a thought. You guys can think of another thing. I'll keep. I'll. I might throw a couple things yeah, out to, Jim to see what he says. let's give us a
0: couple like couple day thoughts, Dave. like you know, things that can uh that can make it like a good ten movie watch.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to watch a few movies, that's for damn sure.
0: Because I'm going to be on vacation, and I won't lie. I have nothing to do for a
1: week. That being said, if we don't do the Hammer films for this next upcoming one, we should at some point in the future do that. Yeah. Okay. I think think his style.
2: I got to
0: look and see see how many movies there are that I would watch of it, and if there's not a lot, then I just want to make sure that, yeah.
2: I just think his style is so unique to that genre. Oh,
1: absolutely. You know,
2: which one do we like better? You know, because it translates, you know, pretty good. Okay. Um, Awesome. Still loving it. I'm still loving it. us talk about it? (laughs) Still loving it. We'll go ahead and hash this out. We'll figure it out. I'll, like, talk to Jim about some of the stuff and go from there. But, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Yeah, I'm loving it. This was actually a really good one other than the fact that I – goofed with watching the wrong <laughs> yeah. one yeah it was it, a, it was it was a moment it was a moment <laughs> I don't think
1: um, just a couple no. weeks ago we did one with our other buddy and we were supposed to watch four movies and only watch two of them so
3: <laughs> I
2: mean, it, it, okay. it happens <laughs> it does happen it does happen it's a oh.
0: miscommunication Yeah. Or, you know, you just, me being stoned off my ass. I was like, oh, shit, I fucked that up.
2: (laughs) Well, I was drinking. There was, there was, I'm pretty sure the bottle of champagne was empty. Yeah,
3: that happens.
0: That happens (laughs) the best. It was
2: happening. It was happening. Okay, well, I will talk to you later.
0: All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything.
1: Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained.
0: So come back for more...
1: Booze
0: and and bullshit. Bullshit.